Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. This episode of Empowered Radio is brought to you by Spring. Spring is a platform that I use to run all of my programs and is perfect for any coach looking to have their own fitness app. Use code EMMA250 for $250 off your own app or schedule a demo with their team at springapp.com. That's S-P-R-N-G-A-P-P.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Empowered Radio. Today, we are going to talk all about progressive overload. Um, I get more questions on this. I want to say in terms of training, uh, more questions on progressive overload than anything. So I um, wanted to deep dive into what it is, um, how how you progressively overload your training, whether um, I get the question a lot of, do I move up in reps or do I move up in weight? So we're going to um, tackle all of those today. So um, if you want to take notes, I do recommend that. But we are going to start uh, very quickly with the review of the week. So this one is from AWP 060405. And um, it says, you're the reason I didn't wait. And she says, your episode about reasons to not wait until the new year is the reason I didn't wait. Thank you so much for taking topics that were always so confusing to me and explaining in layman's terms. For once in my life, I'm excited and not intimidated or stressed to start my journey to better health. So if you will shoot me an email to macroswithm at yahoo.com, I will get you a shirt sent out. And thank you for um, the awesome review. So Guys, we're going to dive right um, straight into the episode. And again, like I said, we are talking about progressive overload. And for some of you who are new to training, you might not even know what that means. So progressive overload is simply doing more over time. And this can be done by progressing your um, reps, the load that you're lifting, so the weight, Um, the range of motion, or even the intensity in your strength training. Um, So ways that you can progressive overload in your strength training. So there's several here, but I'm going to list these out because I think people um, automatically assume you have to move up in reps or weight. And if they can't do either of those, then they feel like they can't progress their training. So um, lifting the same load with better form, more control and efficiency, lifting the same load for more reps, so you're increasing your volume, lifting heavier loads, so you're increasing the intensity, lifting more sets with the same load and the same reps, so you're increasing the overall volume, lifting the same load and volume more often during the week, so you're increasing your frequency, lifting the same load while losing body mass. So if you're in a fat loss phase and you're maintaining the load, that is still progressing. Um, And lifting the same load and volume, but adding things like negatives, drop sets, uh, static holds, things like that to increase the intensity of the training. 
So the first thing to remember, though, is improvement in form should come first before you ever increase reps and weight. So before you ever think, I need to increase the weight, I need to increase my reps, make sure that you have good, solid form before anything, and then you can look at increasing the intensity, the volume, um, any of that stuff. So one of the uh, first questions I get about progressive overload is, should I be progressing every week? So the short answer is yes, you always want to um, either match or beat what you did the previous week, but you have to keep in mind that you're not going to do that on every single exercise. So Um, Typically, your compound lifts, so things like squats, deadlifts, overhead presses, bench press, um, those compound lifts are going to be in the beginning of your workout. And those are going to be because, you know, it's the first move that you're doing. Those are going to typically be easier to increase the weight or the reps on over time because you're not fatigued yet. You're literally just starting working out. So um, you might see that you're able to increase your weight or your reps quicker in those moves. But if you had something like, um, let's say you started your workout with squats and you're able to increase your reps, um, your weight, whatever that looks like over time, and maybe you've got leg curls in the middle to end of your workout, and you're not able to increase the weight or the reps on those because by the time you get to those, your legs are probably pretty gassed. So if you think about it, though, if you're able to increase the weight or the reps, the intensity, whatever that looks like on your compound lift in the beginning, so your squat, and you're still able to maintain the weight and the reps on the leg curls, that's still progress because your legs are more fatigued over time because you're increasing the weight or the reps on the squats. So again, you're not going on every single exercise, you're not going to beat what you did the week before. Um, And it may take you much longer to increase the reps on those exercises or the weight on those exercises towards the end of your training. But again, if you're able to maintain the load and the volume that you're doing on those exercises that are in the middle to end of your workout and you're increasing your load or volume on your compound lift, you're still progressing again because you're, you know, your legs or shoulders or whatever it is, is going to be very fatigued by the time you get to that movement. So um, again, I just want to stress that and reiterate that because I think people get confused and they think they need to be moving up in every single exercise, every single week, and it's just not the case. So just keep that in mind that, yes, you want to, you know, beat or match what you did the previous week. Um, The other thing I'll see people do, and I used to be guilty of this too, is um, say, for example, you are squatting and you put um, 25s on each side of the uh, barbell. And that was your, you know, your first set, you do 10 reps. Then you add 10 pounds to each side and you do another 10 reps. And then you add other, another 10 pounds and, and so on. And by the uh, fourth set, you've maybe you've added, you know, 25 extra pounds to each side and you do your 10 reps. Next week, you're not going to start at the 25 pounds on each side again. You're going to start where you left off. So keep that in mind as well. Um, If you got, you know, up to a weight 
that you were able to knock out all those reps, go ahead and move up to that weight next week and then shoot for those same 10 reps until you can beat those reps again. Um, Okay, so how do you know when to increase weight or reps? This is the other question I get all the time. Um, So I would recommend keep progressing your reps until you hit the goal that you have set and then add more weight and start that progression of that rep range over. So for example, if your goal is four sets of 10 on, we'll just say dumbbell shoulder press, Once you've hit four sets of 10 at a certain weight with, again, good form and control, move up the weight, even if it's two and a half pounds on each dumbbell, and start that progression of the rep range over. So keep in mind when you're starting the rep range over and you've increased the weight, um, you might only be starting at six reps So with that higher weight. So again, you're going to keep pushing until you can get to the 10 reps again and then you will work the weight up, and then you'll start that rep range over again in terms of uh, progression. Now, you will eventually get to a point where you won't be able to really push any more weight, and this is where you can look at things to make the intensity of the workout um, more challenging and progress. So that might be where you add in static holds or Um, drop sets and things like that. So again, you're changing the intensity, but you're still lifting that same weight, um, the same volume, but you're changing the intensity of the workout so that you can progress there. It may, you know, may even be that you are shortening rest times. um, So the intensity is higher. Again, your endurance is better um, and you're progressing in that way when you're not able to add more load to what you're lifting. Okay, so we're going to talk about a few things here now that um, are keeping you from seeing progress. So things, um, typically what I'll hear people say is they feel like they should look different for the work that they put in. And a lot of times it's um, that they're chasing, you know, a calorie burn or fatigue in their workout and they feel like they should look much different. But honestly, the reason that they don't look any different is because they're not training in a way that allows for progress to build muscle. So things that are keeping you from seeing progress, um, the first one is plan hopping. So that's doing different workouts every week. You're not sticking with anything long enough to get better at it. Um, The next one is not tracking your lifts in terms of your weights and your reps. So if you are not you know, writing down or logging in your phone or keeping track of the um, overall volume that you're lifting in terms of the the load that you're lifting, the weight, and then the reps that you're lifting, how do you know what you need to beat next week? So again, you're not going to be able to um, just memorize that. That's one of those things that you either need to grab pen and paper or um jot it in your phone or whatever, but keep track of your lifts so that you can track your progression. Because if you're not tracking your progression, I can promise you that you are leaving tons of progress on the table. Um, Next would be not taking adequate rest periods. So you're too fatigued to progress. Um, This is where people are too worried about keeping their heart rate up. And so they're not allowing enough rest time in between sets 
So they're not letting their body come back to baseline before they go, you know, do another set. So then when they get up there to squat again, um, maybe the first set, they were able to get 10 reps and they rest 30 seconds and they go again and maybe they only got eight. And so if they would have taken maybe a minute to two minutes rest period in between, they probably could have knocked out another 10. I see this so often where people, um, especially women who are used to doing like boot camp style classes and, and things with lots of like plyometrics. Um, they're so used to keeping their heart rate up really high and like, um, again, chasing a calorie burn that they're not giving themselves adequate rest time to be able to progress in their weight training. And then, um, and a good rule of thumb on that in terms of like, uh, rest time, I would say on your compound lifts anywhere from one to three minutes. And I know for me, like, For example, today I did shoulders and um, my dumbbell shoulder press, I probably took a good two to three minutes in between each set just to make sure that I was giving myself enough rest time to be able to knock out as many reps as possible at the weight that I was lifting. So I would say compound lifts anywhere from one to three minutes, probably two to three minutes. Um, And then for anything else, I would say you're looking at you know, typically a minute to two minutes, um, for like accessory work. Um, and then the last one that I have here is, uh, not following a strength training plan that allows for progression. So again, this goes back to your, um, and I'm not knocking orange theory, but, um, orange theory or cardio-based classes, boot camps, things like that, that again, um, don't follow, a plan that's designed to allow you to progress. So you're not tracking the weight that you're lifting because it's, it's a lot more cardio based and intensity and keeping your heart rate up. So you're not worrying about, um, actually tracking weightlifting. So that would be the last one in terms of, um, things that I see that are keeping you from seeing progress in your fitness journey. So if I had to give um, three key takeaways for this one, I would say one, follow a plan that allows for progression. So again, a strength training plan that is designed to follow anywhere from four to six weeks where your workouts do not change. That way you can track your progress in terms of the weight that you're lifting, the reps, the intensity, all of those good things that you're tracking that. Um, to allow for progression. The second one uh, ties right into that, but it is tracking your progress. So again, making sure that you're not leaving progress on the table by not tracking anything. So maybe you're following a training plan for the same four to six weeks, but you're not actually tracking the weight that you're lifting. So you just, you know, start right back over at the 25 pounds on each side of the barbell for the squats. Um, But again, just make sure that you're tracking that because a lot of times we just do what's easy to check the box. Um, So yeah, just make sure that you're challenging yourself and that you're tracking progress so that you're not leaving progress on the table. And the third one is focus on form before anything else. So don't even think about, do I need to increase the reps or the weight, focus on form. And once you get the form down and you feel really good about the form and the control, then I would look at increasing your 
um, making sure that you're hitting your goal of reps, then increasing the weight. So I know that one was short and sweet, um, but progressive overload is something that I get asked about, not even kidding, almost every day, especially because um, that is how all of my programs are designed is obviously around progressive overload. So um, none of the programs that I run, the workouts stay the same for four weeks at a time. And so again, that's done so that the client can track their progress and work towards progressing those workouts. Um, So I wanted to make sure that I dove into that and just talked about progressive overload today, talked about the questions that typically get asked and then the um, things that you guys can work on to make sure that you are progressively overloading your training. Um, So I hope that one was helpful. Again, you guys always know if you have questions, hit me up on social media, but I appreciate you for taking time out of your day and hanging out with me for a few minutes. And I will talk to you guys in next week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, Take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.